Good morning, people, and welcome back to The Host Story. I finally have my dad, as I've been promising a couple episodes. Um, dad, you want me just to call you dad? We don't use last names. You want to use your first name as well? You Tomas. Wanna use, Tomas. There we go. I was going to say you want to use a, a nickname. Okay. Um, so, I ask random questions in the beginning. So, my first question is... How well do you feel that you seize the day as of right now? Wonderful. Great. Great. Okay. What do you love about yourself today? I love that I'm in a good attitude. I'm very positive and I'm alive. Yes. I say that all the time uh, in the line of work I work with older to me i've said this before to me i guess because i don't want to face the fact that my parents are getting older <laughs> to me old old is like 85 and up <laughs> well old is only as old as you want it to be yes and age is only a number i had an episode about that i'm glad you said that um okay one more thing one more random um <clears throat> name one or two positive thoughts that you've had today I have new adventures. Yes. <laughs> That's one. Okay. And I'm happy as can be. That's great. Because I'm going to ask you questions about that. So, um, do you want to talk about, okay, are you single? Or are you playing the field? Or Let's just say I'm a, <laughs> I'm a friend with benefits. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. So do you know, let me ask you this first and foremost, do you know what a hoe is or what they consider like a hoe? Cause I know it's different for our generations, even well, with the kids. It, it hasn't changed. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. So what is a quote unquote hoe, tramp, whatever to you? What is that? What does that mean to you? I should say. At this point in my life. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would have to say that for me, that would mean someone in despair. I get where you're going with this. Yes, I had a conversation with somebody about things like that. I see where you're going with that. I think there's no wrong answer because to me, I think it's a stigma. I think that word is a stigma uh, in a culture that's, you know, we t sing about it in any type of genre you know, rap, rock, soul, R&B, you know. Uh, so I think in my generation, um, it it could be a woman also who knows what she wants. You know, she just gets categorized as, I mean, men do it all the time. Well, the fact of the matter is, <laughs> it's a two-way street. It's yes. Not, it's not mm -hmm. only a woman. Cor ah, that's right. It has no gender to that's it. Correct. Yes. I, you know, I never thought about that. I didn't ever, and I talk about it so much. You're absolutely right. They just call them different things now. Okay, so here's some questions. <clears throat> How is dating life now compared to when you first got divorced? How old were you when you got divorced? I remember. I think I know the answer. I think I was... You were in your 40s, right? I was 39 years old. Really? Oh. <gasps> I thought you and mom got divorced when y'all were like in your early 40s or something. I but was, you were close, right? I was, okay. uh, let's see, when was that? I was almost 40. Okay, so 
that's a long time that well i knew that but okay so what was it like then compared to it now i think compared to it now for me i, I wasn't looking mm -hmm. and i was lonely but i preoccupied myself yeah now it come it's been coming to me for the last 15 years now I, I'm, they come to me, I'm introduced to somebody, somebody introduces me to someone else, and it kind of starts that way. Yeah. And the only reason it starts that way is because while I'm helping somebody else or my friends have wives and they see that I go to functions and I'm by myself, mm -hmm. they try to encourage uh. other people and, and, and they introduce yeah. them, okay? So it's those kind of things, that's yeah. how it is. And then there's the, uh, uh, the reinvention uh, of old friends coming back and mm -hmm. identifying with me. They're my generation. So they're mm -hmm. either divorced or they're widows. Mm -hmm. uh, and in some cases they are still married, but uh, I stay away from the fire. On <laughs> so, I talk about that. So, and so, and so those are the things is that uh, you, uh, you, uh, you learn mm -hmm. as you go along, but it's, uh, that's how it happens. For okay. Me. Okay. Um, is it harder to date as you get older, do you feel? No, I think it's a whole lot easier. Because you stop giving a shit 100%, right? What and happens is there's a lot of lonely people out there looking for people like me. Yeah, no, there okay. isn't even and, and, with and me. So, mm -hmm. And so uh, it's still there, and you come to a point where at our age, you know what's coming, so you want to make the best of life between now and then. Yeah. YOLO. <laughs> Real YOLO. <laughs> I try to live my life like that now, as I encourage everybody to. Uh, but shit happens, and but I guess as you get older... You but you're, really... more, you're more cautious as you get older. Mm. That's true. You learn. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so let's say one of the grandkids came and... <clears throat> and they told you that they were going to get married. So I have a theory in the sense that because of what I've been through in my marriage and divorce, I think we should all try it once. <laughs> and if it doesn't work out, I think you should date. But as far as the whole get married again and all that, no. But that's my opinion. But I don't. I would never tell the kids not to. I would say to try. What would you tell them? What would your advice for them be? You know, love means something special for everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that is an intimate thing that if they both feel that they are in love and willing to understand what love is in a marriage as compared to when you're courting someone. Mm -hmm. It changes. There's commitment. There's mm -hmm. sacrifice. Yeah. And if they're willing to do that, fine. I would. I would say, sure. Yeah. I, I, I'm happy for you. Yeah. You. Yeah. I. That's how I feel too. I feel like it is <clears throat> a commitment, which comes into my next subject. I talk a lot about cheating. So, what is cheating to you? Because it's so different. <laughs> Especially with social media. Well, cheating is because you've already committed yourself to someone probably intimately more than anything else because we are a sexual orientated society. I, I say men 
are physical creatures. <laughs> and, and men are many men, and the majority of men are. However, there are many other men in my generation. Yeah. That are still what they considered old school. Yes. <laughs> but yet there yeah. are, there are other men in my generation that have become alive in this world because you adapt. Cheating to me is if you're committed to someone singularly mm -hmm. and either case her or you land up with someone else mm -hmm. without admitting that you're doing that, that would okay. be cheating. cheating. Okay, okay, okay. What if you admitted it? If you admitted it, <clears throat> well then the couple would have to decide on how to deal with it. I see. And then in some cases, depending on the mindset, I have found not to prejudice, but white people have an open mind and that's why they have an open marriage. Yes, I talk about that. I talk about that was my that was that's my theory. If okay. you're open Sure. And then you yeah. have to understand that we are brought up with principles and morals. Mm -hmm. And people are more convinced or committed to their principles and their morals because of two things. They were brought up that way and religion. Yes. Yes. That's okay. I talk about that too. That okay. somebody so, has to have so, faith. I don't care if you have faith in so Allah, that, Buddha, something. And, and so now <clears throat> that you come to a point where you're in a you're in an area of where you can in my situation, I can navigate my way around, and I try not to commit to anyone. Yes. Are you open about it? Yes, I'm open. Good, because as it that. should be. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and, and they know that. Except <laughs> <laughs> And the only reason. That, <laughs> and that's a whole different story. It's okay, Dad. <laughs> I had um. Jay on and she started giving me a quiz. I was like, I cannot answer that one out loud. <laughs> so I understand. <laughs> um, to me, uh, I talk about that, about cheating, but I, I that's exactly what I say. Uh, if they have some sort of agreement or open marriage or open, you know what I mean? Then Well, I think it is to have an open mind uh, and the open mind now, the mindset is, is that Make the best of what you have while you have it. Yes, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. I'm not going to tie you down and keep you from living your life. I'm not going to be calling you up every five or 20 minutes where you're at, who you with, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And because that's not a life and that's not a relationship. Yeah. See, guys, this is why I don't like, I talk about that, how I don't like men that are constantly texting. I talked about that. Like, don't you have a life? A busy man is not a broke man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's so correct. a busy man That's is correct. not a broke man. So, um, okay. So that was my opinion on cheating. Okay. What was married life like for you? Did you enjoy it while you had it? When I enjoyed it. I loved it. Yes. I was committed to it. Yes. I wanted it for the rest of my life. So I believed it to be. I think we all did. Cause me too. <laughs> I think the only thing you have to remember in a relationship where we just came from being having an open relationship is you have to learn to forgive. Yes. If you don't learn to forgive, then you lose trust. And once you lose trust, you lose the relationship. I and agree. it's over. 
I agree a hundred percent. Being on the, I agree. Um, <clears throat> so why did you divorce? I know the, I don't know why. I know you divorced, you, who initiated it? It was you, right? I did because the trust was not there anymore. Okay. I was having problems because I had two children. One was very <laughs> aggressive. The other was very in a state of mind where he was confused. Yeah. And I didn't want that for them anymore. Yeah. I didn't want that for you guys. I felt that if it was going to be... I came from a family that were, was always arguing and shouting at each mm -hmm. other, and that's exactly what I did not want. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't prevent it because everybody had two of them shouting at me where I was living at. <laughs> and so I felt that I was not contributing enough to save the marriage, but I needed to save the family. And the only way for me to save the family was to seek out for things to get better for me. And in so doing, I had to make the sacrifice of actually leaving mm -hmm. and asking for a divorce with your mom, mm -hmm. which she complied. Mm -hmm. And she got a woman attorney and your mom took me to the cleaners. <laughs> okay. And I didn't know I had that many charge accounts. <laughs> but that's water underneath the bridge. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but I always used to tell you when I used to pick you guys up, it doesn't get better for you unless it gets better for me. I went to school. I was almost 40. I was 49 years old when I got my degree. Okay. See, it's never too I say that. It's never, never too, too late. late. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you just got to keep pushing. And things got better for you guys. Yes. When you did come with me. And you know, that's something uh, I discuss and I've heard others discuss in the podcast is who we end up being and like our touche on this one. Uh, the life that like your love life or whatever depends because there are some girls or women that had an absentee dad or didn't have all that. And when we were young, of course, we're not understanding that unless it gets better for me it gets better for you we don't know what the fuck you're saying because we're young of course but you know what i'm saying but sure. then as we got older is when i started to realize okay i understand why he did what he did and i love my mom to death i do i've talked about this but sometimes i'm just like i can also see why you left <laughs> but you know that's neither here nor there because hey i admit i was the same way when i was very young um, from seeing it, you know what I mean? From seeing it. So, uh, but as we get older, <clears throat> we go to therapy, uh, we learn. Sure. And that's something and, that, and, 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 and at the end of the day, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You always did for us. And you still took us on the weekends. Um, you still, you know what I'm saying? I remember sure. those. I, I never got you. I was supposed to get you for four weeks during the summer, but your mom went along. <laughs> Every time I went calling and knocking on the door, she made the point. You all weren't there. So that's the part she doesn't remember. <laughs> no, she doesn't. But <laughs> yes, but we remember. I remember uh, the weekends. I remember. I remember those things. So, despite what you were going through, because uh, in a podcast before, um, this one person was talking about how <clears throat> he was um, going through it, and he has he had little ones at the time, and he and I'm like he was still there for them because they don't understand. Like I'm going through it right now, you know what I mean? But you always did 
do the weekends, like they said. Um, you always tried to entertain us. <laughs> I remember thinking, like, Dad, you don't have to take us anywhere. We can just be here and play the video games. But, um, but yes, I give you a lot of credit for that. That's actually something I was going to say. But since we brought that up, yes, I didn't have an issue. Um, you always took us. You always put in the time. And then we were spoiled. So, <laughs> and then when I had my kids, they became spoiled. So, uh, as I got older is when I understood the sacrifice. I understood, um, I think the issues that I have now with the relationship, with re being in a relationship, because I have issues with being committed or letting somebody in, is what happened in my divorce. It, it has a lot of people, some people say it's like daddy issues. No, not for me, because I've gotten the help and all it's nothing like that it's purely my experience and how long i stayed in that experience you know what well, i mean well i think you're realizing that when that happens you really don't have time for a relationship no you're, you're having time number one for me is to survive make mm -hmm. a living secondly you you have a responsibility to your children so uh what i did was i went back to school yes and i have to give and that's time and those are the times I had to sacrifice when I didn't pick you guys up because yeah. I was studying to go to school. Mm -hmm. I was not going out. I, I didn't have a life. Yeah. All I did was work, school, and work in school. And then on the weekends, if I got you guys, it would. that's when it really got simple to where, you know, I kept on taking you guys to the park or now mm -hmm. I take you to the movies. Yes, you the know? movies. And so things like that. So you don't have a life. Yeah, I, and I, I give a lot of credit to the dads, single dads that do that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, sure. Because there's some absentee dads. Um, I was blessed. I always talk about how blessed I am. How you and mom, even mom, like when we were little, mom always, I'm sure you were the one paying for it, but mom always had us in like matching outfits, nice. I was going through photos. My dad's the one. My dad was Instagram before Instagram became Instagram. <laughs> before there were phones. I was blessed enough to have my dad that took a picture of every every waking moment of our lives up until we were about 10. <laughs> up until the divorce. <laughs> and even then when we, there were some photos in there that when y'all were divorced, but I guess the weekends you had us, you well, would take. I, we did that portrait. Mm -hmm, we, went to, mm -hmm. we went over there to Central Park and we did that. Portrait. That's right. Yes. So, um, yeah, I had that dad that did all that. So, um, what's my next question? Oh, what motivated you to to do for your family, like to continue? I think it's a fact of the matter that that we're back to the same word, love. Did you? So you growing up, I think I've asked you this before, but so like I know both my grandpas worked really hard to make sure that their families, y'all went to Catholic school. And back then, I'm sure that was. Well, yeah, well, we went to Catholic school and elementary school. Uh, during the summer, they would put me in the seminary. But in high school, we also went to private school, but we had to work for our tuition. Now, the thing that you realize and we always were taught that no matter what, when we would get old enough to get out of school, once we were out of school, we had to get a job. We weren't really encouraged to go to college. We were oh. expected to go to work. And the I big see. thing 
in San Antonio, Texas, was Kelly Air Force Base. Everybody okay. goes and works at Kelly Air Force Base. Mm -hmm. Well, the onset of the Vietnam War changed that. People were getting drafted, people were taken away, or they just going into the military, and it was just that kind of thing. And the rest is history. But to get to your point, we were always taught, number one, discipline. Yeah. Even as, as children. And that discipline kind of programs you to understand of what you have to do when you actually don't have your mom and dad anymore. Yeah. You got to go out there and work. You got to go and make a living. And, and that through that, you, you're making sacrifices. But in the course of thing, you understand how much your parents loved you. And that just emanates. Yeah. And that's why we do the things we did. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, at the end of the day, it is love. What motivated you? What You know, a lot of answers, the generation answers are so different. Because sure. somebody else would say, oh, it's the fact that I came from nothing. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And, and and I always, to me, I think, like, that's it. <laughs> like, that's it. And I, I think I was blessed enough to not come from nothing. But anybody that came from nothing, I think that's a great motivation. Sure. But don't let that take away the, from the fact that at the end of the day it is love it's the yeah, love for your a, kids for yourself and, and, for... you know uh, but also you have to understand I, I, I used to dig ditches yeah and uh, I worked real hard and sweat and everything but everything that came back to me at the end of the day was I can do better yes yes I can do better <laughs> now what do that's I that's where need? I get it from <laughs> where do I need to do not enough what do I need to do to get better you got to read everything around you. Yeah, you, you want, you're against the system, but hey, you know what? Why not play it? Mm -hmm. Play it to your advantage because that's what it's asking you to do. Come mm -hmm. play, but you, we got rules. Follow the rules. And, and once you get that degree, it's like a key to a door. Yeah. And it just opens up. And now you have to make bigger decisions. With bigger decisions come bigger responsibilities. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, okay, uh, we talked about how your life was growing up, more or less. Um, oh, so have you tried in, maybe not recently, online dating, Dad? Have you tried it? I tried it once. What did you think about it? I personally don't like it. Well, sometimes it has the magic and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> and it's just the kind of magic you're looking for. Uh, I think the, the main thing is that you shouldn't be looking for it. You should just let it happen. Yeah. I thought, see, that's very, I always say, that's very old school, but... But, I mean, it's just in the course of, you know, uh, of events that happens. Yeah. Just let it happen. Don't, don't force it. Um, what, do, what to you is, like, attractive in a, in a woman? At your age, I should say. Personality. Okay. Honesty. Mm-hmm. And embracing. Okay, so like having an open mind. And, sure. Okay. Have, an have an open mind and, you know, just really embracing. And what is something that's like a turnoff for you? Aggressiveness. Aggressiveness or like maybe anger or, or maybe negative or... What do you mean? How can a, fe how can a woman be aggressive in your... 
experiencer in your opinion? She can be too consuming in the fact that here we go starting to want some kind of control. I see what you're saying, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that, that kind of consumption. Uh, and that's not really open-minded because you make constructive criticism. I'm a real silly kind of man. Yes. And I make <laughs> jokes. And the majority <laughs> of people that I, that, I, that I go out with, they understand that. But once in a while, there's one or two that feel offended by it. Yeah. And so then that's when you lose communication. You lose, Once you lose communication, it's not going to work. You know, Dad, I said the other, in one of my episodes, it's not just communication, though. It's comprehension as well. Because oh, yeah. I can communicate to you all day, but if you're not understanding what I'm saying, there's no point. Yeah, that's what. So that's it's, what, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. both. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I see what you're saying on that one. Um, anything else that would be like a turn off? Yeah. Someone who doesn't want to converse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I say that. I don't like small talk. <laughs> okay, so, you know, someone that, you know, I mean, you want somebody with intelligence, that, mm -hmm. you know, that might be, doesn't necessarily need to be up to date with what's happening in economics yeah. or po politics, politics, but mm -hmm. just overall speaking about relationships, speaking about the generalization of uh, the concept of how you're approaching life and how you're living your life and things that make you happy and things, you know. Uh, we have tragedies in our lives, yeah. and some are recovering mm -hmm. from that, and, and you don't understand it, and that are open up, open, have an open mind to convey that to you at that time, you know, like I was saying to you before all this, I just lost a very good friend, mm -hmm. and you know, kind of tone it to where, you know, I'm kind of, you're in that medium of where yeah. you, you have to keep on going, yeah, move forward, okay, and that's where we're at. Yeah, and it's, it's unfortunate that it's also with my generation, too, with everything going on, mm -hmm. you know? Um, how are times... That's a question I'm going to ask you. How are times... Did you ever in a million years when you were younger think that we'd end up in times like these, like COVID? No, what there, must there, this be like for your generation, you know? Well, I talk about that this way. Well, that part, you know, the thing is, we didn't... We never realized that we would come... We were known as the now generation because mm -hmm. we wanted everything now, now, now. That's what they, the, y'all are more of the boomers. Yeah, we are, we, we are the boomers. Yeah, exactly. I always tell mom, boomer, you're such a boomer. Yeah. She hates okay. it. And, and, and the thing about that, it was good and it was bad. Okay? Yeah, yeah. But the bad thing about it is, is the expectations. The good thing about it was the motivation. Yeah. Okay, because it was our generation that became inventive to give to the next generation, mm -hmm. which is you guys and where you're at now. We're the ones who invented it. Yeah. Okay, we invented it because we saw the demand for an, imme an immediate mm -hmm. response from emergency to business, to politics, to everyday living. And who'd ever thought that here we are, the first phone that came out was a big old freaking I remember that. Okay. Like okay. the night at the rock but then, My dad had one. I remember. But, but then, you know, it's really started with just the pager. 
Yes, the remember pager, those pagers? Okay, the yeah. pager was a pain in the ass, and it was a pain in the ass because you held it on your hip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that. I said, I usually used to tell women, you put that thing in the other place. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> I was hoping you crack a joke. <laughs> but, but yes. But but the fact of the matter is that. What saddens me is I used to like to take you guys to the library all the time. You know, I still go, believe it or not, okay. I still go, okay. I still so read a book here, or two. Here comes Google, and then it's like... <laughs> it takes that away! <laughs> so I, I, now that I go by libraries and I go in there, I see all the people my age have been afraid of computers. So yes. They're, mm-hmm. they're there on the computer, they're learning and everything. And even the generation before us yeah. are in yes. there. They're, mm-hmm. they're learning the computer, and that and that's a godsend in a way. And the only kids I see there are the little kids from pre-primer, first and second graders that are in there. <laughs> I'm in there sometimes. That, being being read to, you know. And I'm here, I'm here thinking, well, maybe that's wow. Where, maybe that's where I'll be in your mixed school when I'm about eighty years old, and I can read a book real good. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, you know it's different. It's yeah, different. Sure, you can sure. there even. I don't even like the con. I mean, I think it's great and convenient, but I don't even like uh, those audio books. I'd oh, rather yeah. have a book in my hand. And, yeah. and, and to answer your question, it was unimaginable. We we could have yeah. never dreamed. Uh, we never dreamed it. Could have dreamed of anything like that. Uh, it's unfortunate. I never thought about that. But the whole math thing, I figured I would be. Like y'all's age, <laughs> when it happens, if and when it happens. So, it was, it was. I don't know how I can't speak on behalf of everybody in my age range, but for me, it was just, I guess, because we're con, I'm considered, I should say, um, a millennial. You know what's so weird is because of how close Sonia is, so is she. But they're different types of millennials. It's unfortunate that we have to identify the generations by giving them a name. You have to tag them with a title, okay? It's uh, to understand. Okay? Uh, and it's to understand the age group, but, you know, it's, it's like when we were growing up, you know, hey man, the hippies are something different, okay? It, we were not considered hippies, okay? Uh, you know, so. Okay, um, so... Oh, is there an age range for you when you date? Oh yes, by all means. Uh, I don't think I could I could handle any, anyone uh, younger than fifty five. Because <laughs> if I do that, well then I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, oh, what's something rewarding about getting older? Dating older, getting older in general. Something rewarding, cause come on, it's not it's not all bad. Well, if you're if you've got your shit together mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. long time ago, mm-hmm. the thing about getting older is that it's not hard anymore. There's yeah. the challenges that seems as though they're not there anymore because it's all second nature to you now. Yeah, and that you're more comfortable in. Putting yourself into different situations and it doesn't have to be in the same place. You can always take it with you because it's going to be you. And if you're open-minded and like me, for me, mm-hmm. what I have been doing, I guess the last 15 now, 20 years, 
It's I'm enjoying the living hell out of it because it's an adventure. Yes, it is. I and, agree. And, and and the thing is, you don't want that to go away because, and it won't because you make the decision on mm -hmm. what you want to do with your life and where you're happy. What it is is that you finally know who you are. If you haven't known earlier, and the key thing to me is to know who you are at an early age. Yes. Then the thing is you do is you love yourself first and you're happy with yourself and you share it. Yes, I agree. That's I think that's why I'm the way I am. I, I believe that we should share our knowledge, which is another question. What do you think is more valuable? I talk about this to individuals, not on the podcast, but money or knowledge? I agree, a hundred percent. I agree. I think knowledge, knowledge is, is not, even worth and, more and, than money. And, and knowledge, knowledge is the key to happiness because knowing, educating yourself, mm -hmm. is very, very important in this life, especially now, ten times fold. They've elevated the requirements. It's no longer a bachelor's. It's no longer a master's. It's a doctorate. Oh wow. <laughs> That's the demand. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think knowledge <laughs> is um it's oh it's it's a lot more than money because the more knowledge you have, you can go use that to make that money. I say listen to the philosophers prior to us. Aristotle, uh, all the oriental ones, everyone that have been philosophers and still convey their messages. Nostradamus. I'm just kidding. Is, is the fact of the matter is now you can get all this stuff on YouTube. Mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. And you need to listen and convey. And then there's some there that says the wisdom of an old man and etc. These things are key elements and what they are, they're signs on the road on which way you want to go in your life. Yeah. Okay, um, what are some of the most important, well, you've kind of gone over them, but what is an important lesson or some of the most important lessons you've learned in life? Important. Important ones. Important. It's never give up, okay? Yes. That's the most important one. Yes. The second one is do not listen to anyone else and what they might think of you. Because what proves you is the things that you do okay. for other people or for yourself. And I think the most important one is if you have children, never let go. Embrace them for, for everything. Never let go, no matter what. Okay, so, um, oh, if you could go back to any age... What would it? What age would it be? If you could, or would you want to stay here at this age and not go back and be like? Mm. I don't think I've ever thought of that. Of wanting to go back. Okay, okay. Got it. Um. Okay. What advice? What do you think in your experience of dating? Women. Want. <laughs> 
<laughs> not in general. I know that's not. <laughs> it's a complex question. Well, this is what I tell my friends. The number one thing a woman wants is for you to listen. A woman wants you to listen. And she also wants you to respond. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's what I've learned because I was brought up with five sisters. Yes. I've noticed and, men that are brought up with since women, my divorce, yeah. I have learned that women, as do men, mm-hmm. need, a, need a man. Mm-hmm. And they have different needs. And now in my generation, it's come to the point where you can make it straight up front, okay? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's either the man or the woman. In my case, most cases, you have to understand, my father always told me, son, if it comes too easy, you're in trouble. Okay. So I always keep that in mind. So when a woman tries to address herself, mm-hmm. To throw herself on me, I'm like the opposite. a hoe. <laughs> well, and, and I don't know if she is or not. Okay? And, and, so, you know, and I have been in places. I remember when Sonia was in Corpus and she went to that swimming. Mm-hmm. I was staying at a hotel and I went to the uh, Applebee's mm-hmm. and I had two women sitting there and one was talking and, and, and the other one was talking and one says, "Hey, you know, could, could you pass me the pepper, salt and pepper?" And I looked over there, and I got it. And when I went like that, there was salt and pepper right next to her. <laughs> See, Dad just told a little hoe story there. <laughs> and so we got to having a conversation, and one lady left, and I started. And so I bought the lady a drink, and we mm-hmm. had a conversation. I said, "I'm going to go now." She goes, "What? You're not going to take me home?" <laughs> and so I told her, hey, leave well enough, left enough, I mean, yeah. well enough alone. Yeah. It was a good time. That's all it was. Yeah. And I walked off and I left. See, that's nice. That's a gentleman. Because in this day and age, there's a lot of men that would have been like, okay, you know, because and, and so it's, I, it's, it's evil out there, Dad. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is, it's I mean, strange come now. On, I mean, come on, let's be real. I mean, that's really, for me, it's like, come on. It could have been somebody else, and maybe yeah. they would have said it, and, and may, that, that guy could have been a serial killer for yeah. all she knew. Yeah, Okay, and same thing here, saying, for all I know, you're a serial you know, Exactly. I, I could think mm-hmm. that way, but I didn't. I just took it as positive, and I said, no. Yeah. That's it. Just say no. Yeah. And and, and I have a doctor friend in El Paso, and there's a lot of things that she saw me go through when I was going over there, and she always told me, you know what, Tommy? You're the one that always gets away. <laughs> I hear you, Dad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, that's what you feel that women, quote unquote, want. You're right. Uh, at the end of the day, we do want somebody to listen to us mm-hmm. and hear it and respond. That's one thing that I cannot stand. Even if you tell me to fuck off, like say something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't just. Hello, did you hear me? <laughs> um, okay, so do you have any advice for, just generally speaking, because I always talk about how you are, um, you know, in your early 70s and you're still playing the field, like, you know, and still, I know, because just because in our range, mm-hmm. this sure. dating thing, it's sure. it, you have to. I talk about generation so much because sure. of the sure. fact that 
there is such a age gap and we have to we adapt to a little bit of the younger group because some of us have kids that age sure. or but well, then me, we also you, yeah well, i can tell you one thing the desire for for intimacy does not go away at any age. Okay? <laughs> I didn't because I told about how grandpa, okay. grandma's dad, grandpa would vent to me about how him and grandma didn't, grandma didn't want to have relations with him anymore and he was upset. And, and so uh, the thing about it doesn't go away. I think the, the, the thing that I can only say is, is protection. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, by all means mm -hmm. protection. Uh, you have to encourage a certain amount of trust because there are some that do not care for protection. And the other thing is to, that you have to go real slow, take your time. Don't rush into anything. Yeah. I think the most important part of the intimacy is foreplay. Mm-hmm. And foreplay is everything. And uh, most men don't understand foreplay. <laughs> and they, they, they don't understand that a woman wants to be not only caressed and even though she knows it she wants to be loved for that moment and that's what you want to do you want to make love to a woman as much as a woman would want to make love to a man and that doesn't come you know like I'm sorry but you know I can't wait and, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. I've only got one thing in my mind but you, 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 know, you can't yeah. be that way you have to be you have to be caring. You have to be sensitive yeah. to, to the moment and, and what, what it means not only to you but to your partner. And and that's where I'm saying about having an open mind and, yes. and understanding of, of reading people when they look at you and how they look at you and then how they touch you. And it doesn't have to be a caress. It doesn't have to be something that it can, it can just be a, as close as just a... Uh, holding hands mm -hmm. or when a woman touches you on your face mm -hmm. and is talking to you it means something and that's what you have to be responsive to you can always turn I'm mean, you're at a point there where you make a decision do you want to go this way or you just say I love you and I you I hold you dearly but you're a friend <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't go beyond yeah that, okay? yeah yeah and, and, and I have I have gone to one relationship where I actually fell in love with a woman and I wanted to marry that woman but I knew I had to be friends with her and by through being friends with her she finally realized how much I felt for her because every time we we would separate I it just got for me it got it was feeling better yeah but for her to finally turn around and tell me I don't feel that way for you yeah okay and I for me, I took it at, I was at an age and I took it and I said, fantastic. <laughs> I gives me a great opportunity for someone to discover me in a different yeah. time. But I have just discovered that I've gained a new friend. Yeah, okay? yeah, definitely. And, and that mm -hmm. was the acceptance of both part. And that's the best relate. And I still have that relationship. That's with that good. Person. I think, so yeah. So it's that way. And you have to accept it. It didn't break my heart in so much as it broke my, my heart. Was it your pride that was maybe broken more? No, my pride wasn't even broken. What was pro what happened, nothing was broken. A door opened up for me. <laughs> what a way to see it, yeah. Okay. You you see it and and you see the light of what this entire concept of meeting people mm -hmm. and how you feel about them and how they feel about you 
and it's revealed and it's at a mature age that you're able to reveal it. Yeah. So instead of not, I don't want to tell him something because I'm mm -hmm. afraid he, I'm going to hurt his feelings. I better mm -hmm. not tell. No, be honest up front right here and now. I'm yeah. going to tell you. This is not going to work because I don't feel that way. I know you love me and I love you for it, but I love you as a friend for, for it. And that's yeah. all I can do. And you have to accept that. And that's just the way life is. Yeah, I agree. Uh -huh. I, I think I say like be upfront from if you're not looking for that type of relationship and you just want to do you and have a friend, but not in the sense like then say something. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty upfront myself, but, and it's not necessarily a relationship because we have relationships with everybody. You have a relationship with your landlord, you have a relationship with your boss, you have a relationship with, you know, sure, so sure. It's, it's more of a commitment thing, but I've talked about it before. I just, I don't believe, I believe in monogamy, but I also believe we were just not put here to be with one person in that way for the rest of our lives. But if you have an understanding with your partner, I am considered what they call poly. I had an episode with Jay and we took a quiz and she, I, I, made, I took another one after we were done just to see and it seems like I am poly. <laughs> not willingly, but from what we're researching and understanding. So she jokes a lot. We're like, you're Polly. But I'm like, but the other people got to know that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. Well, we're pretty much done here. That was my last question, really. Do you have any insight, anything you want, any, we call them shout outs. Like I always shout out to the kids always <laughs> for supporting me on this. Uh, shout out to my dad for making the time because I know how, Time is important. Anything, any shout out? Hmm. Shout outs. <laughs> Are you saying like you're making time for? Or? So it's like you're just saying thank you, I guess you can say. Oh. Well, I, I, I feel. I feel very privileged to be part of your po podcast. And, and, you know, when you told me about it, I said, wow, my daughter wants to interview me. Yes, I and, talk about you a lot. And, and so, about... you know, the thing about it is, is what can I, what can I convey to her that I have not already shown her? <laughs> exactly. That's okay. why I stuck to certain but, subjects. But the thing about it is that that's what it is, is that the expression of oneself it's not by what you say, but by your actions. I That's get the most important thing. <laughs> That's my dad's shout out is his little knowledge there okay. of but the most there's important no shout thing, outs. No matter what you do in this life, no matter who you fall in love, no matter what you have, the love that surrounds you, you need to learn to forgive. That's the key element of continuing is always forgive. Do not forget because you can't. It was an experience. Yeah. But you want to treasure it or you're going to still hold it if it was a bad experience. But you have to remember, learn by it. Mm -hmm. What wisdom did it convey to you? What did it send to you? And it's life is always speaking to you in so many different ways. It's unfortunate. Life is very unforgiving. But... You do the opposite. Yes. If you meet somebody that's negative, throw them something positive. If not, turn around and walk away. And that's the only that's the only way you survive to see the next day. 
and that's what it's all about. Life's a trip. It's not a quick trip, nope. but it is a trip. It is a trip. <laughs> and, it's, and before you know it, you're going to find out it's not a very long trip. <laughs> okay, well, other than that, my shout out is to the kids always. I always forget at the end. So, um, But anyways, uh, you guys have a great rest of your week. Don't forget, if you haven't gotten vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't believe in that, um, wear a mask. Safe sex is the best sex. And don't forget, be good or be good at it. And peace out.